This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Picture this. You're up big time. And you finally got the opportunity to play. Not only are you getting the opportunity to play in a game that has playoff implications, but it's also against a staunch rival. Staunch rival or starch rival? Staunch rival. Coach calls you in. He tells you, hey, we're up large and in charge. So we're going to go big three formation. That's not what type of guy you are. <laughs> You're a man of the people. You're the people's champ. Should have been starting the whole year. Are you good enough? Would the results have been that much better than the current starter? Probably not. But damn, are you fun to watch play football. You're a hell of an athlete. You were an all-American baseball player. Pretty good at basketball, too, I believe. And an all-American football player. And you're an NFL quarterback that's taking a lot of heat and a lot of disrespect. But now's your moment. And it's against a starch rival <laughs> because their uniforms are freshly starched <laughs> and ironed because they've been getting beat so bad that they still look good. And we play on a turf field and so there's no dirt. Anyway, you go and you call victory formation, but in the huddle is a player who, another player who everybody loves, really great guy, one of the hosts of this podcast met a couple weeks ago <laughs> who he was surprised when he found out how lean he was man how does he take those hits <laughs> guy's so lean anyway um, you fellas get, uh, uh, didn't the coach tell us to um, take a knee <laughs> shut up Taysom Hill <laughs> you bitch don't you say shit to the coach <laughs> If you fucking snitch, I swear. <laughs> it ain't like he's going to see this. <laughs> if you snitch, I swear to God. He'll, I think he'll know when he sees us. No, from Michael the Thomas is going to distract him on the sidelines. Yeah. We're going to run it. Don't yeah. you say shit. Look, Michael Thomas is over there doing the Dougie. <laughs> Dennis Allen loves the Dougie. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, all right, MT. <laughs> all right, well, I don't want to be a buzz killer or anything. So, um, You'll be in one. Okay, well, then I'll go along with it. This, this is your moment, Jamal. I'm Trevor Penning, and if you snitch, I'm gonna fucking cut your head off. <laughs> oh no, he's going you know incognito I'm crazy, mode. Right? He's going Richie incognito <laughs> mode. This is the moment, fellas, right here. This is it. We're gonna line up in victory formation, but we're gonna get Jamal his one touchdown of the season. Because last year, he was leading the league in touchdowns, and this year, he didn't have any. So this was his one touchdown. We got to get this guy paid. And I'm a man of the people. My name is Jameis Winston. <sighs> James, James, James. 
and you run the play. Victory formation, fellas. Hey, <laughs> no need to do anything, y'all. We already won. Great game. Hey, thanks for the respect. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, you guys. Hey, hey, great season. Great <laughs> yeah. year. Fun, yeah. fun game. Oh, by the way, down. <laughs> See it? Psych! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! And you score a touchdown. <laughs> you score a touchdown. Jamal Williams scores his one touchdown of the season. At the end, during goodbyes, Arthur Smith, man on the chopping block, comes up to Dennis. How dare you! <laughs> hey, buddy, I'm sorry. I was watching Michael Thomas that do the Dougie. ridiculous! <laughs> I was doing the Dougie. I was watching Michael Thomas do the Dougie. I... <laughs> I can't do nothing about it. Fuck that. you, pal. That <laughs> hey, was insane. I understand. <laughs> I understand. And I'm going to get these guys when we get back. You to better give room. them hell. I'm going to give them hell. I'm going to have my father kill you. <laughs> Sir, the airship. The airship is at the landing pad prepared to take you back to the estates. <laughs> Thank you, Buckley. <laughs> you, sir, I don't normally speak out of turn, but you ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I understand. Buckley, look down. I'm sorry, I'll look at the turf. No dirt down there. <laughs> Get us to the airship. I wish to do more experiments on you. <laughs> As you wish, sir. But I will say, oh, my lungs are all tied up already. And they don't lead anywhere. I'm going to untie them and tie them to different things. Maybe your testicles, Buckley. Well, you're going to have a lot of time on your hands, Arthur Smith, because you're getting fired from this team. Oh, no. I'm Arthur Blank. <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> don't call me that. It puts me on the same level as you. Yes, Mr. Blank. I mean, Mr. Call me by my real last name. Mr. Dude. <laughs> yes, of course. Try to look up now, sir. Yes, yes, Buckley. You and I are one and the same now. I unemployed. In fact, I should be looking up to you, I should think. May I do experiments on you, sir? It's what I deserve. Oh, I've got to enjoy this. <laughs> and why is he going to enjoy it? Because it's Jameis Winston appreciation. <laughs> J-Wad, Jameis Winston appreciation day. Chabu. Listen, man. People are mad. The Now Fun League. The now it's the fun, now fun league. Now fun yeah. league. We didn't even we didn't make the playoffs because the Carolina Panthers played the worst football game I've ever seen in my life. Two straight weeks without a point for the Panthers. It's almost as if they had thrown in the towel. Yeah, on the season. But they had like three drop, two or three dropped interceptions, a fumble at the goal line. From who was that? I don't know. Jericho Cotri. Who was that? Who was that? Who was that like receiver? Terrace Marshall. Yeah. Or Jonathan Mingo. Uh, yeah. So don't even have their picks. So they're tanking for the thirty third pick. Truly, which like, was already locked up. Actually, you for a team like that where you've got a the first overall pick quarterback that you want to show you something, you want to go off on on a high note. And man, they could not do it, and uh, it cost the Saints. Cost the Saints dearly. And also, shout out Seattle. Seattle won. I got no issue with the with the Seahawks, even though they always play the beast the beast quake play. Like every time mm-hmm. <laughs> they're talking about uh, Marshawn Lynch, they always play that one play where he just yeah. d- decimated our defense, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. Was a great do play. you like if you can you separate yourself 
from that clip when you watch it? Like, do you like? It's like, oh, that that play was fucking sick. I skip it. <laughs> I don't like watching that clip. Yeah, I, I love Marshawn Lynch. I, like I said, I don't have a real big problem with the Seahawks. Yeah. I got a lot of love for the city of Seattle. Got a lot of homies up there, but I definitely not watching that one. Do yeah, not you got watch your, that bo- your boy Frazier up there, right? Got my boy Frazier, my boy Niles, <laughs> yeah. my dog Eddie. Yeah, that's my dog. He's your dog. Yeah. That's my dog for sure. <laughs> that's my dog. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't. That. How do you guys feel about? it? Let me ask you as as, as neutral parties. You are wearing an Atlanta hat, but you are not a. A Falcons fan. True. What do y'all do? Y'all think it was wrong? Because I just saw a clip right before I came in here uh, of Atlanta against Drew Brees a couple years ago, a few years ago. Drew Brees got hit on the arm as he was throwing it. It was a fumble. Yeah. They picked it up. No time was on the clock. They had already won the game. They ran it back. The guy who ran it posted it right. And yeah, was like, yeah. I ran it. To, yeah. They ran it back. They could have just ran out of bounds. Like the game was over. Yeah. At that point. Just there was no the time knee. on the clock. Yeah. Yeah. The game was over. They ran it back. He ran it back waving and, and backpedaling in the middle of the field and yeah. didn't score it. Yeah. But the comment section seemed to have felt that there was no trickery with that play, which unbiasedly I can understand. That's my only hang up is like if you're gonna if you're gonna run a play, run a play. Don't line up in, in victory formation. Uh like Take just go and do it. Also, give it to throw it to Jimmy Graham. <laughs> it's the last game. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I don't have any issue with scoring the point because a fuck your rival team. Yes. Especially when you're realizing you're even though you win, you're not going to the playoffs. Get that last touchdown. Get Jamal a touchdown. Walk Arthur Smith or uh, have wait. Are, have Falcons players said it? Like, have like the players that were on the field have they are they pissed? I haven't off? heard. I haven't heard anything from them. Oh, was it just Arthur Smith who's like pissed off because he knows he's probably getting fired? He just got his ass kicked and yeah. just a little extra salt on the wound. I would, I'd like to know. Yeah, man, I'd like to know. It would be funny. He should never be a head coach again. I would guess this season right? was think so he'll bad. Get another chance? No, I mean. I think worse guys have probably gotten second chances. True. If, if, if he finds himself in a situation where a few years from now he's a an offensive coordinator and, yeah. and yeah. he's like just destroying guys. But it's a possibility at any rate that that'll be how his most likely that career true. ends, yeah. which I think is fitting because fuck him. He was a <laughs> terrible coach and he acted like everyone in the world was just a fantasy football nerd for wanting him to give the ball to his fucking to his star is he, players. Yeah. Is he the greatest villain in fantasy football history? Where Probably. Every fantasy football player, like uh, a person who participates in fantasy football, can all come together and just despise. Because there were other people like Shanahan or whoever where it's like, damn, you never know who's going to get the ball on a given day. But this was just clear as fucking day. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, yeah, Bijan have talent, and yet other it, it's inexplicably going to other people. Yeah, like, yeah. Mac Hollins. Yeah, <laughs> like, I imagine imagine him taking over the Dolphins next year, and it's like he finds some fucking guy eight people down on the depth chart to throw it to instead of Tyreek, well, HN, Mostert, Waddle. Yeah, <laughs> like who? There was way too much talent on that Falcons team. Yeah, I think I. Can we pull up what I put them at at the beginning of the uh, 
you this season? I uh, can't give a record, but I think you had them making the playoffs. Uh, yeah, you had them as the sixth seed. Okay. I I was afraid. I mean, of course, I biasly filled that thing out to make the Saints go 17-1. and one. I don't – I think I was already knowing that the Falcons were going to win the division at that time. I was mm-hmm. like, they're going to win the division. Like, there's no way that – like, they, they have too much talent on that team. With Bijan coming in there, but minus Desmond Ritter, everybody else is so good. Yeah, they got uh, what's my man named Jesse Bates. Yeah, like, and that was a good signing too. Yeah, Great their signing. defense was pretty good to start the year. They're that's a team that's got a ton of talent, really bad quarterback situation, but they should have probably been able to pull it together. I mean, I guess seven and ten, like the quarterback was so bad that seven and ten, I guess, is reasonable, but. You definitely felt like they left a ton on the bone. <laughs> yeah, because with all that talent on offense, and they did, it wasn't like they needed to go out and get 35 every week. They just needed like no. 24. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was... Uh, well, he'll probably land a cushy gig with wherever newly fired Mike Vrabel goes. Mm-hmm. That's imagine. crazy. That's crazy he got fired. Yeah, well, I, I can't wait to figure out what the a... story is there because that doesn't make any sense. He's two years removed from being coach of the year. I think made the playoffs every year but the last two after the GM. I thought he only made three out player. of six years. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I just want – everyone that I've talked to about Vrabel has been like, holy shit, that's crazy. And I'm like, I mean, I'm surprised, but I, I guess I don't think of him as like – this amazing coach. I think he's gotten more out of his rosters, the talent he's had. He revitalized Tannehill. Coaches. Like yeah. he got Tannehill, who at the time was thought of as a bust. They've won. Yeah, they, I mean, the year that they got the one seed uh, two years ago, twenty twenty one season, that team was like pretty mid from a talent perspective. Yeah, but yeah. then they got and, busted by the <clears throat> Bengals that year, or was yeah. that a different year they got knocked out? Yeah, which Bengals? we knew was going to happen, but it was a, a feat in itself that he managed to get them there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Remember when, was it Dwayne Casey in the NBA that won coach of the year and got fired in the same season? Yeah, because they, yeah. Toronto's coach. Yeah, Toronto. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Listen, I... I'm in the worst position because Dennis Allen is coming back to the team. Now, that's something I would ask you is, do you kind of want this controversy to brew up a little bit where he's lost control of the team? He says, hey, guys, go out uh, and kneel it. And they say, fuck you. We're going to do what we want. Like, in that sense, do you kind of want them to have done the quote unquote wrong thing so that uh, Dennis Allen is the one who has to be held accountable? Dennis Allen is my friend now. Oh, yeah. that's right. And so you're I friends with DA now. But if I was not, he's friends friend. with the DA. I'm friends with the DEA. <laughs> oh shit! You can't say shit to Carl. I'm friends with the DA with Fannie Willis. <laughs> uh, nah, man, I, I I just don't think it's worked over the past couple of years. I think we've had a lot of talent as well. That I don't think Derek Carr is that bad. Nah, he's that bad. He's that bad. But you, I, I liked. Your appraisal in the picture this, which was like, it might not have been significantly different with Winston playing all year, but the vibe sure as shit would have been better. Yes. Yeah. The players like playing for Winston. I think we still would have went nine and eight or something. Yeah. If I'm you, I want... Yeah, do your impression of me. <laughs> okay, here's what I think you guys should do. You guys should... <laughs> don't do uh, the voice. Do my voice. <laughs> do my voice. I don't sound that much different than you. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, 
No, they should. It sucks because I don't think the quarterback class. I mean, I guess you know we'll see what happens with Shadur, but yeah, like the quarterback class isn't going to be as good this year, uh, next year as is uh, this upcoming uh, draft class. But so I think it's. Like, I think you got to go to like, the tank mode. I think it's like you got to cut all that 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 salary cap excess. That's yeah. so uh, much. Yeah. And you Lattimore. can more make Dennis Allen your sacrificial lamb for this upcoming season. Just going to be a, a a lame duck coach. And that's. I think that's the best. Yeah. Hire Staley. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good tank for us. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. It was a disappointing season. It shouldn't even have to come down to us hoping that other teams lost. And, no. Uh, that's always fun, though. But I was Makes the last it. week very exciting, and it was exciting for a lot of teams. For Extremely for exciting week. Yeah. Uh, to, to Your finish Pittsburgh up, Steelers. My Pittsburgh Steelers. What a weekend for, for Greg Gallant. Two in a row for Greg. Three oh, yeah. In a row. We got we to gotta, uh, talk about – we talked about you winning the fantasy football championship last yeah. week. Yeah. This week, you also – sucked a, your dick long enough about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michigan Wolverines took the natty. But Michigan versus everybody, baby. <laughs> I was rooting against them. Now that's fair. You being an Ohio person and rooting for Michigan, it was hard. That's tough. Yeah. You had a you had a hard harsh upbringing. Is it similar to you think what I went through being a Clipper fan in the Laker town? Hmm. Yeah, probably. I mean, there's there's a difference. I like got stabbed deep, every day. Deep, okay, so <laughs> that's no. That's pretty rough, dude. There was a kid uh, at my high school on Ohio St- or at my middle school on Ohio State Michigan day, and some other kids like held his head on a chair and dropped textbooks on him over the rivalry. <laughs> so luckily, I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, no, yeah, I mean it was going to the game. I went one time to the game in Columbus, and that was fucking wild and i was maybe 14 i might have told this on the stuff but like grown men just like screaming in my face and then michigan was favored to win that year and lost it was the ted ginn breakout game he had like yeah too big oh it was brutal um but yeah it was it's it's tough um because i think if you lived in like cleveland or like toledo there'd be a lot more Michigan fans, yeah. but we weren't even geographically particularly close to it. It was because of like other family members of mine that were up there that I started rooting for them. Yeah. Uh, so like being a Steelers fan wasn't as bad because we were in Eastern Ohio. There was a little bit. There was many more Steelers fans around compared to Browns than there were Michigan fans. Yeah. But um, they won a. Uh, they shared a national title in '97 with Nebraska. That was Charles Woodson year. That was Charles Woodson year. Uh, it was Brian Greasy, son of Bob, who I believe was the quarterback on the undefeated the Dolphins, Dolphins team. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was A Train Anthony Thomas. That might have been him. I think that was I after Tim. Anthony B- he was. Yeah, someone asked me last night if they if I thought Corum was the best running back in Michigan, and I was like, I love Corum, but he's not even like Anthony Thomas was like an early he was fantasy stud for me awesome. back in the day. Chris Perry, Mike Hart, Tim Biakabatuga was the guy when I first started there. Tim Biakabatuga yeah. was awesome. Uh, honestly, like, had Denard, I mean, Denard wound up being a running back in the NFL. And I was yeah. like, he was a great quarterback for Bishop, but also I think if you had just lined him up at running back, he would have been one of the best at that, too. Yeah. Obviously, we saw in the NFL, he had one year for the Jags where he was really good. Um, 
But so I love Corum, but there, we've had a, a good run of guys. Yeah, '97 shared it with Nebraska. Uh, and who I, had a, who was was that Ron Dane or he was going no to he was Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wisconsin that was a couple yeah, of years later. Frazier, right or is that Scott Frost? No, Scott Frost. Um, I was get I so I saw uh, you guys know Brett Maylene, right? Yeah. I ran into him at the bar last speaking of Nebraska, and yeah. he's a huge Nebraska guy. And he was, um, we were talking about it because I was like, was it Scott Frost or Eric Crouch? <laughs> yeah. But Eric Crouch was a couple of years later, I think. Frazier was before, yeah, because yeah. Frazier was fucking sick. Uh, if you ever seen the yeah. footage of him, that was like maybe like 94 ish. Like, yeah. But he, well, he was the one who was just like dragging dudes down the field, right? He, he looked so like Bo Jackson yeah. in the ball, yeah. Um, I think he's like one of the first college football players I remember like watching as a kid. Uh, he was super exciting. Did wasn't didn't uh, Eric Crouch play safety in the NFL? He moved from quarterback maybe, to safety. Yeah, I, that sounds familiar. I gotta look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look that up. But then Scott Frost became the coach at Nebraska re- uh, recently, right? Yep. If you'd like to watch the video recording of this episode and check out some bonus shows with the guys, go to patreon.com slash the flagrant ones. Guys, football season is over. That means playoffs, Super Bowl parties. I don't know about you guys, but I ate like a maniac. And so I'm needing something healthy. I need to eat better. Thank gosh. <laughs> thank him i need to eat better thank goodness for factor factors delicious ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy uh whatever tomorrow wherever tomorrow takes you be ready with pre-prepared chef crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door you'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from including keto calorie smart vegan and veggie and more and there's even more to enjoy with over 55 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. And these aren't just uh, these aren't just meal kits that are going to take you forever. They've got two-minute meals, so you can. They don't up. take four hours. They don't take four hours. They're not using up your whole kitchen. They've got two-minute meals where you can fuel up fast with factors or restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. They're not just handling lunch and dinner. They're handling everything in between. So head to factormeals.com slash foosballs50 and use code foosballs50 to get 50% off. That's code foosballs50 at factormeals.com slash foosballs50 to get 50% off. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Y'all see this ad I got here for Garrett's Popcorn? <laughs> Garrett's Popcorn's fucking good. It's good, I'm, and I'm actually about to order some. It's a great targeted ad. However, <laughs> this thing about, uh, what's my man named Jason Whitlock, who was like, <laughs> what is this ad I'm getting? Is this appropriate ESPN? And it's like, Jason Whitlock, 
you Googling shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what was it? I again? Google Garrett's popcorn. Uh, <laughs> so I grew up, Jason Willock was like the columnist in Kansas City for a long time. Oh, and man. I used to listen to his radio show, and he was the most liberal voice in Kansas City at the time. So That's funny. That's cr- oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at the time. And uh, and for Kansas City. I remember he used to really talk openly about going to uh, like happy ending massage parlors all the time. <laughs> very, very openly about it. <laughs> and uh, he was, I think it was, he even tweeted maybe when, um, what's his face? The uh, Patriot, Bob Kraft. Got in trouble. was like, you guys have obviously never gotten a rub and tug before. <laughs> <laughs> what an insane man. Mm. Truly insane. But back to the Michigan Wolverines, the rub and tug experts. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I mean, the, that's actually what our defense system is called. We run the rub and tug. All right. <laughs> you rub the wide out. And you <laughs> and tug, you tug the, the quarterback. <laughs> They did tug right. the quarterback on that one sack. Did you see him? He was like one arm and just like, yeah. I can't believe he got Penix with it. He but was hurt. Penix was, Penix Penix was, was not. They, yeah. they didn't knock him around as much as Milrow, but the, he he got beat up. And the I was seeing people analyzing it today and talking about just like the Michigan defense is very sophisticated with all the like stunts and phantom pressures and passing off guys. They run a very complicated. We said I said last week, like, this is the Texas. If test if Penix can have his CJ Stroud moment of like he's yeah. had a great line and great weapons and he's been a baller all year, but now he's gonna try and do it against a really tough defense. Stroud did, Penix did not. No, he, um, he struggled a lot. He missed Odunze on a uh, yeah. Odunes on a pretty open throw that was pretty yeah, crucial. The the fourth down one. And it felt like it was definitely the defense that was giving him a lot of trouble. Uh, just the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the pressures, the because for, after Michigan's first two and a half drives, where they go down, Donovan Edwards bounced to the left, forty-yard touchdown. Donovan Edwards bounced to the right, forty-yard touchdown. Blake Corum forty-yard run down into the goal line, but then they have to settle for a field goal. Yeah, and from then until midway through the fourth quarter, Washington's defense. Was kind of balling out and yeah, getting them great. in the game because the only other the only points they got between that and the quorum like sort of back breaking touchdown Came was the pick was yeah. that sick pick by Will yeah, Johnson. Yeah, that was pretty I, nuts. I couldn't believe I was like, when they're gonna go show the replay, I was like, no way. Gonna, that, that, the nose of that ball is gonna hit the ground, or he's at, or he's out of bounds. Something, like, yeah. It was nuts, and yeah. then they got a bunch of false starts in a row and had to settle for a field <laughs> yeah. goal. That was interesting. That was definitely interesting. Uh, the 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 calls that started coming at that point I was like, oh man, they they giving them a chance to get back in this. Yeah. I thought it was a decent game. Bad bad as it Penix was played. much less of a blowout than the final score indicated. Yeah. It was a halfway through the fourth quarter it was a one score game. Yeah, yeah and, and then there was, there was like a moment where they they kept knocking, they kept knocking, they couldn't get in, and then and then the the, the floodgates opened. Yeah. Michigan made him pay. And then Sandra still interception was awesome. That dude's a really cool story. Converted wide out, converted to defensive back, wears number zero, which is always cool. And um, the big touchdown they gave up to Alabama was a guy hits the gap. Sandra still comes in from the safety position to be there. And the guy just breaks Sandra still's ankles mm-hmm. and is gone. And since that play, 
in the rest of the Bama game and this whole game, he was just balling out, making great tackles. Huge interception. He had a several pick sixes this year because he's like an offensive guy. Yeah, but he he's gets got the a ball. nose for the ball. And yeah. he almost made – I think he got tackled at like the seven at the end, which is why they even scored again. Um, Harbaugh's probably NFL bound. I, I don't I, get it. Why? <laughs> What, I don't like, get it either. It's such a like. It's it seems like the Michigan job would be your dream job. It's where you went to school. It's, it's where, where you grew had the up. Best, yeah, the best years of your life. Why go to the Chargers where there's bad ownership? Like, just like what the fuck, just stay there. It feels I, like so cushy. Like I, you're a legend there now. You can do whatever you want. Is it a Pete Carroll situation though? Of like, oh, oh the ax, the axe is about to fall. I might as well leave while I'm on top, go get a big cushy NFL deal, and then whatever punishment, if any more punishment is going to come from the sign-stealing thing or whatever. I don't know. I'm not here for it. <laughs> <laughs> do you, as a Chiefs fan, yeah. does he do, does his ability to coach in the NFL mm. threaten you? What do you mean? Like, would you be like, fuck, the Chargers hired Harbaugh. That's a good hire for them. Or would you be like, ah, we're fine? Um, I would, it made me a little nervous. I mean, uh, he did well with the Niners. With yeah, I think he's Kaepernick had, team. Yeah, he's had success everywhere he goes. I think he's also a lunatic, and I could see the wheels falling off at any point with him. Uh, if he had never done it in the NFL, and I just looked at this Michigan Harbaugh version, and you yeah. told me he was coming to the NFL, I'd be like, huge crash and burn. He's gonna fucking Urban Meyer. Like right. he can't do it. But the fact that 10, 15 years ago he did pull it off, I'm like, maybe. But otherwise, like a big ego college coach who's yeah, you know, like I always say, like these college coaches that can only coach guys whose lives they hold in the palm of their hand. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can't I, I, yeah. I think he could definitely come back and repeat success and all that. Or he's gone to he's gone back to to college. Uh it's he's made him crazier. He's one, and now he's going to come back and be a bigger hard ass, and guys are going to want to listen to him less. I could see that happening. He's going to say, change my name to Jim Schimbeckler. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> him him being in the glasses and the Michigan hat is like, you really, is this a tradition where the coaches have to dress like yeah. Bo Beckler? Did you guys your, see his Your dad? uniform, sir. Yeah. Papa Harbaugh in the... Uh, uh, he looks just like a not even that much older version of him. Yeah. And someone posted a picture and just said, uh, this is what he'll look like after two years coaching the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, speaking of the Harbaugh's, really liking this Ravens team. Yeah, so who were But we- the Pittsburgh Steelers did get him, catch him slipping this week. I mean, Isaiah Likely was the and Patrick Queen were like the only two good players. Right. They were really running out there. I like what's his name, Tyler Huntley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he didn't look as good this year he can't as play he the did rain. in his time playing he last. He hates year. the rain. Yeah, he's a witch. <laughs> can't get wet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's a magua. <laughs> You'll multiply. He's a ben, ben Shapiro's wife's vagina. <laughs> Where's my bells from Gotham Kings? Get them. I need that. <laughs> this is what Trader bells? Joe's. I need four bells. Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna? Uh, what were you gonna ask? Oh, I was just say. So we've got we've got our fourteen teams. Yes. Who? And it feels like it's a pretty healthy balance of teams that are rolling into the playoffs and teams that are like stumbling backwards, uh, just trying to hold on to their ass. Um, who do th- like of the teams that have, are kind of stumbling right now? I'd say the Eagles. 
Um, I think the Eagles are the one that has the best chance to right the ship because right? I still don't, even though they are playing like shit, especially on defense lately, like if, boy, if you like hypothetically like traded to get the Eagles defense in fantasy, <laughs> you you'd be kicking yourself. <laughs> yeah. But it's all right. They're going to get the... far enough for it to matter. <laughs> they're going to beat the Bucks, though, right? Like, And that's what kind of sucks. I, I want the Bucks to lose at all times. But I'm looking at this schedule. And I'm just like, man, the Eagles going to beat them. Here's what I want to talk about. I have to ask y'all. Green Bay, Dallas. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, on paper, Dallas should beat the shit out of Green Bay. They should. They should. I feel like <laughs> Dallas and Baltimore are in really similar positions. I mean, Baltimore looks better of the two. But I feel like they're in similar positions of like, okay, we're finally admitting that you guys are good. Now you have some expectation. expectation you time. have to win a couple playoff games this year. Yeah. You have to. Uh, I feel more confident in the Ravens, but the Packers are the youngest team in the NFL. I think I just heard that they're the youngest team in NFL history to make the playoffs, uh, or the youngest playoff team ever. Yeah. Wow! Um, so if they win, they'll have Martinelli's in the in the <laughs> locker room. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they gotta have a guy go and rent their cars for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you're a team that's coming in, uh, if you're going in the playoffs and you've got a ton of expectations, the thing you don't want is fucking a plucky team. Yeah. Like I, I was nervous about whoever the Chiefs was going to have to play, but the team I really didn't want to see were the Texans. Like that is a plucky team, and I want no part of it. Uh, the Packers seem really plucky right now. I think the I think the Cowboys will take care spunk. of business. I hope they pluck shit up uh, <laughs> because I want the Cowboys to lose in dramatic fashion. Before, like, without giving necessarily our picks or doing any like Carlocks or anything like that, do we want to go through the matchups? Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say we don't have to give the picks against the spread right now, but let's just go through the matchups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Let's start off first game. I'm gonna week. talk about how much the lowest tickets are <laughs> at each one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. I can tell you why. One the the one that's the lowest is the lowest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm yeah. seeing it too. Yeah. Uh, so first game of the week, the dreaded Saturday afternoon a wild card weekend game. Peacock on Peacock. No, no this is on, on NBC. Peacock. This mm-hmm. one's on NBC. Oh, okay. They're 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 uh, hardballing everyone for the Peacock game. It is uh, Cleveland at Houston. This that's is a, the cheapest one for the tickets. Oh no, no. Oh, that's 119 dollars. Oh, at NRG Stadium. Okay, they haven't had a playoff game there in a few years, I guess. All right, I'm gonna actually here. Let's just play a quick game with Greg. All okay. right, I'm gonna say all the games. You tell me which one you think is the lowest and which uh, you think is the highest. Okay. All right, the matchups are Cleveland at Houston, Miami at Kansas City, and then on Sunday it's Pittsburgh at Buffalo, Green Bay at Dallas, Rams at Lions, and then Monday night we have Eagles at Tampa Bay. So, which do you think is the cheapest? And which one do you think is most expensive? Most expensive, I think, is Dolphins Chiefs. Okay. And which one do you think is the cheapest? That's tough. None of those jump out to me. I probably, I might have guessed Browns Houston. Uh, Eagles Bucks? Hmm. Okay. The cheapest, by a healthy margin, is Dolphins Chiefs. <laughs> And then the most expensive by an insane margin is Rams Lions. Huh. 
Tickets uh, for the Chiefs game, tickets as low as $66. What? I'm missing why. Just because they're fucking, oh, and just because they've all been able to go to playoff games for years. (laughs) Whereas the Lions are the opposite. Windchill is going to be, temperature of windchill, minus 15. Golly. Uh, It sounds like it's going to be fucking brutal. The weather's real rough. Didn't Uh, think about that. Rams, Lions, tickets as low as $396. When I saw that, I was like, oh, it must be here. It's in Detroit. <laughs> it's in Detroit. Oh. Which, I mean, I guess makes sense. It's the I wouldn't pay $396 for a house in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> you get the house from Barbarian. <laughs> that was in Detroit. Uh, it makes sense, though. They haven't been able to see a playoff football game in a long that time. Does make when sense. was the last time there was a home playoff game for the Lions? Early 90s. Yeah. They hadn't won the division since then, so... Millie Vanilli sang the national anthem. Like, that's how long. <laughs> got him. Fucking, I got Ben Shapiro's wife and Millie Vanilli. Four bells. Where's my bell? Ben Shapiro's wife, avid listener of the podcast. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Weeping. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mrs. Ben. <laughs> Mrs. Ben. All right, so uh, Browns at Texans. What a fun game. I think this is a fun one. I, I mean, that runs... The Deshaun Watson Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> The Deshaun Watson revenge game where the person seeking revenge <laughs> is the team who got the guy. Is Deshaun Watson playing? No. 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 Okay. I, was I bet even at this point, if he got healthy, they would play Flacco. Like yeah. the guys he got to play Flacco. Uh, this is, uh, is this the oldest QB in the playoffs and the youngest, I would imagine. Yeah, I would think so. Got to be. No one's younger than Stroud, are they? No, no. So probably the second youngest would be Purdy, but Stroud's got to be. Yeah, younger. or I love, love. Yeah, no, nah, I love his older than Stroud. Yeah, yeah. Um, super fun matchup. I truly, I don't, I don't know what to expect. I think you've got the Browns defense, which it's a pretty complex scheme, but. I mean, Stroud is playing beyond his years right now. And uh, Nico Collins is back healthy. He had that awesome touchdown on dude, Sunday. And he, I mean, he balled out. He had like 180 yards receiving. Because Stroud was down some weapons for a while when Dell went out. And Collins missed some games, right? Collins missed some games. I mean, and now it's just Collins. Like, there's no Tank Dell. I don't think Noah Brown is playing. Um, it's That's basically it. It's like him and Brevin Jordan. Fuck you, Brevin Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say it like that? <laughs> you fuck? fuck you, Brevin Jordan. <laughs> Good for Stroud, you fantasy man. sleeper, fucking loser. <laughs> We're never gonna get a TV show. I think what it comes down because of the bench. Yeah, I think what it comes down to is pseudo playoff experience, which Miles Garrett has. So yeah, players on that defense is Joe. Uh, no, he's not playing anymore. Who? The corner. What's the corner's name? Hayden. Hayden. No, he spent the last few years in Pittsburgh and now and then retired. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you've uh, got Denzel Ward. You've got Denzel Ward. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Oh. Um uh Grant Delpit. Yeah, I mean the Texans, it's gonna be almost pretty much everyone's first, first playoff time, game. I, would think, I mean, yeah. maybe Laramie Tunsil's. Dalton <laughs> Schultz. Dalton Oh, Dalton Schultz is playing. Oh, yeah, as a yeah. cowboy. As sure. a cowboy, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was one. I love the storylines. He's story the guy have to the, lean on for experience. Yeah. I love the storylines in the final week of guys trying to hit their incentives, like um, Jadavian Clowney hit a sack incentive. Yeah. And may, and uh, Schultz was one of the ones who just missed out on his. That was a bummer. But if you could find the clip, 
even though it was against the Steelers, Jadavian Clowney gets a sack that makes him like 500 grand and he's yeah. going ape shit. <laughs> yeah. And then the crowd realizes what's happening and they get into it. And it was probably <laughs> a lone bright spot as a Ravens fan that week. Um, all right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning Browns here, but it fucking would be fun if Houston won. I could see that stadium just kind of rocking and them having a blast and then probably eventually maybe running into a buzzsaw. Uh, against the Ravens. Team. yeah, I doubt either of these teams wins two playoff games. I'll yeah, put it that this way. Is, but this might a, be these teams' Super Bowl. But it's fun to say either, like, shit, the Browns got a win in the playoffs with Flacco, like, who wasn't even on the roster in, like, November. Or it's fun to say, like, holy shit, the Texans got a playoff win uh, with the rookies. It's a fun yeah. either way. Yeah. I want to see both quarterbacks just like tossing it up and just throwing bombs and and it be a, a high scoring uh, slugfest. Saturday night, Dolphins Chiefs on Peacock. You can only watch it on Peacock unless uh, you live in Miami or Kansas City mm-hmm. and you can see it on NBC. And that's why the tickets are so low because people love Peacock. <laughs> people put the P in Peacock. Yeah, I'm gonna hey, watch the game and then turn on. Was it uh, what's the, uh, Natasha Leone show? Which one? Poker yeah. face. Poker I'm face. gonna give a plug. Do a free trial of Peacock. Okay, watch Girls Five Eva. Very good show. Yeah. If you like Thirty Rock, uh, watch Poker Face. And I feel like there's uh, Killing It with Craig Robinson. Uh, Grand Crew is yeah, on. I'm about to say, if you don't fucking save <laughs> my show, <laughs> but that didn't originally air on Peacock. No, like a lot of Peacock that was original. on the network. It was on. Uh, NBC and now NBC. it's on Peacock. And also, watch <laughs> the holdovers, you guys. Paul Giamatti took his Golden Globe to In and Out last night or two nights ago. I'm fucking viral. And it's on Peacock. Watch that movie. I do. You can see do it. all that in a week. Uh, and watch this game. Yeah. And keep your keep your subscription so I can get some money. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, oh, those on, Peacock on residuals one... are fat. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, fat is. Uh, Nah, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, also, on if you keep your subscription to Peacock, keep it through January 24th. You can watch In the Know, starting on January 24th. Oh, starring, tell us about that, Carl. It's a new stop motion animated okay. show, starring from the producers that brought you Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill, Mike Judge, Mike Judge, Mike Judge. Holy shit. And Silicon Valley? Valley. Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Silicon, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. I'm a, I'm a big Silicon Valley fan. Thomas Middleton yeah. and TJ uh, Miller. And from Silicon Valley, uh, Zach Woods, starring in his. Star, uh, Zach produced, Woods. Uh, created by Zach Woods and our good friend Brandon Gardner. Oh, shit. stars some yeah. really cool folks like Caitlin Riley, uh, Charlie Bushnell, Jay Smith Cameron. Uh, oh, Succession. From Succession. From Succession. Oh, shit. Right. And uh, Yaboy. Yeah, Who? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Great pitch. Uh, yeah, so keep the peacock, you keep guys. Keep the peacock. Keep the cock. Hashtag keep the cock. <laughs> hashtag stop the steal. Stop the hashtag keep, keep the, the cock. cock. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can start this weekend with the with Dolphins Chiefs. All right, so big the big narrative here, right? I mean, obviously Tyreek Hill against the Chiefs. But I feel like the big narrative is Dolphins on the road, Dolphins in weather. I think overwrought, personally. You do. I think it's one of those things where it's you make a big deal about it, but I, I, 
they're, they're professionals. It and never they're snows limping. in Miami. They got yeah. fucking murdered by the Ravens and then lost to the Bills with the division on the line. So they qualify as limping. Not that the Chiefs are exactly full stride yeah. right now. No, but. except for the cocaine. Mm. That's the only time it snows in Miami. Okay. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> A little bit of nose candy. Uh, I think my biggest fear as uh, a Chiefs fan is not so much what the Dolphins do in the passing game. I'm, I'm worried about like A-Shan and the running game. I uh, saw that a Yeah, speed is, seems scary in that kind of weather. I also think I saw that he had the most yards over expected of anyone in the league this year. I don't know how they measure that, but like – yeah. Taking in all the considerations of the blocking and the play calling and down and distance, how many yards the average guy gets per carry. I want to say A-Chan was number one in the league. And I want to say one of the other guys towards the top was a quarterback or something crazy. Oh, uh, weird. It's interesting. But A-Chan, I mean, and you watch it and it seems like it. Yeah, he's uh, super explosive. He seems like the sort of guy that could just stab you in the heart. Uh, come playoff time. So uh, very nervous about him. Dolphins are really, really beat up, especially on the edge. Uh, I think they just signed today. They had to. They had to sign somebody. They signed Bruce Irvin and Justin Houston. I saw chief. Justin Houston, yeah. Um, was so Bruce Irvin the one that was on the team earlier this season? Who was that that was holding out for a contract that, that first game against the Lions? Who, for the Chiefs? Yeah. Chris. That was Chris Jones. Chris okay, Jones. okay. Chris okay. Jones, yeah, yeah. Bruce Irvins, was he on the Super Bowl Seahawks team? Yeah, he's a yeah. Seahawks guy. Yeah, that's Bruce Irvins. Uh, bounced around a little bit with Brenda the, Frazier. the Raiders. Yeah. What? Friend of Niles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they're kind of, they're pretty fucked up right now. They're playing with Melvin Ingram, who they just signed, who was, looked really out of shape. He got <laughs> burned. I know. He came to the Steelers a couple of years ago and was like, not much. And they uh, traded him to the Chiefs. Oh, right. The we season. trade, yeah. And he played pretty great for us down the stretch. <laughs> um, but yeah, both teams. But yeah, the Dolphins' edge situation is pretty beat up. The Chiefs might be in trouble left tackle because um, Donovan Smith has been hurt the past several weeks. And then we've been playing rookie left tackle, Wanya Morris, who was okay. He was kind of starting to struggle a little bit, but he got concussed uh, in our Pretty mm. meaningless game against the Chargers. Shit, and it's the early game, so it's one less day for him to come out of the protocols. So. And he's got a concert <laughs> with Boys to Men. <laughs> Same name. Wanya Morris? There's a Wanya Morris in Boys to Men. Is there really? Yeah. <laughs> and he's probably named after him. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably he's, he's, kid's like 22. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so then uh, Sunday we've got Greg's Pittsburgh Steelers. Defying all odds, getting into the playoffs. I mean, I don't have to say it. Everyone says it. Fucking Mike Tomlin rules. Yeah. He did it again. And he did it with the third quarterback. I said, like... It's pretty astonishing. Can we... Like, Mason Rudolph, Joe Flacco, Baker Mayfield. Some of the quarterbacks who legitimately put teams into the playoffs this year are wild. But truly, but Rudolph is probably the wildest of all of them. By he, a came healthy... through, he came through for the January 6th yeah. parlay. Yeah, like yeah, he, did that. he did do that. <laughs> His big day. That's uh, the only reason I wouldn't be rooting for y'all is that I don't want Mason Rudolph to win a playoff game. Nah. <laughs> he sucks. Um, uh, it's bizarre. It's made it clear how talented George Pickens is. Yeah. 
Deontay Johnson had a long touchdown. Uh, yeah, that was a really sick play. Um, we'll see. Uh, no TJ Watt. That's a killer. I, I was ready to call for an upset. I think we could have gone into Buffalo and done it, but man, no TJ Watt is a big fucking loss. And what, Minka's uh, not for sure yet either. What so. was the final deliberation on on uh, TJ Watt? Did he tear his ACL? No, he it's a be back grade three sprained MCL. So the MCL is obviously like, whew, okay, good. Not an ACL, not going to miss like half the next season. But it's a, a grade three, which means like he's at least, I think, going to miss two weeks. Hmm. Um, so I, I don't think he's going to play again this year. Shout out to Toradol. Yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> Getting that injury back. It's taking me four months to get back to normal with that same injury. Oh, shit. <laughs> Is that what you had? A piece? Or uh, I, I strained him, like, really sprained the meniscus pretty bad. Shit. Damn. And uh, of course, I'm not in NFL shape anymore. <laughs> but, uh, man, Torado. Then I suppose, I don't think they give it to the players anymore, but they still give it to the players. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. When they yeah, I'm sure Mahomes did nothing last year in the playoffs with that sprained ankle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so the Steelers are going to Buffalo. The Steelers always give the Bills a hard time. Uh, Tomlin just sort of seems to know how to fuck with them, uh, especially Josh Allen. Man, I wish TJ Watt was playing in this game. It would be so fun because, again, the Bills are a team now. They're the two seed, and all of a sudden they've got a ton of expectations <laughs> going into the, to the playoffs. And traditionally they've kind of struggled with that, so – yeah, I mean, Highsmith is great, but he's the kind of guy like Bud Dupree who's like, or he's like the juju to Antonio Brown of like, when all the people are focused on one guy, you're good enough to wreck shit, which right. Highsmith is. But if all the people are focused on Highsmith, I don't know. Can we talk about Antonio Brown's Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Carl, did you see that? No. Which one was it? <laughs> this is today. Uh, Antonio Brown tweeted... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what did he say? He said, um, it's really funny how it's written severely too. emotionally indent, indent, <coughs> unhinged indent. My brain is crippled indent by horniness. <laughs> uh, I mean, I believe him. Yeah. I know your struggle, AB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely believe him. But, it's uh, written like tick talk poetry <laughs> yeah know? it's like it's like a rupee card yeah it's like severely emotionally unhinged <laughs> my brain is crippled by horniness <laughs> is it a severely emo <laughs> no it's not a haiku it's, it's four a, lines it's first of all um send us your best antonio brown haiku yeah <laughs> if you can uh but all yeah all that to say um under perfect situation, I thought it would have been ripe for an upset for the Steelers, but I just—it's a tall. I mean, who? Do, if anyone could pull it off, it's Tomlin. But I don't know. Uh, I think it could be fun. I think the—I think Josh Allen can be—you can get a hundred different Josh Allens, you know, uh, over the course of a single drive. You can get insane, like throwing haymakers, Josh Allen, or a guy who's going to. To toss the ugliest pick you've ever seen in your life. And and you know what? I meant to say this, but like watching the Natty, that's what Michael Penix Jr. reminded me of. Yeah. Of like, oh, last week we saw good Josh Allen. Yeah. And this is like 
bad, inexplicably careless with the football <laughs> Josh Allen, who's yeah. just not having a good time. No. Uh, no. Uh, next, what's the next game? Uh, after Sunday afternoon is Packers at Cowboys. Kind of touched on this a little bit. Uh, again, Cowboys, they're the two seed. A lot of expectations. I think there's some thought out there that if the Cowboys lose this game, that maybe Jerry Jones axes Mike McCarthy. Back against his old team, too. McCarthy yep. against the pack. Yeah, that's a, a theme for the weekend. Is that Dallas? They haven't lost all year there. Not well. The expectation is high. Yeah. And it's against a team, the youngest team in the league. Uh, I don't know. They should win that game. What's the spread? Not to jump ahead. You said no. No. We're not talking about the spread no, right no, now, no. Greg. You I'm said just, no. You said no. I don't want to make the pick against the spread. I'm just curious you, what the spread is. Dallas minus seven and a half. Seven and a half. So just to reinforce, how many of the games are spreads of a, more than a touchdown? That's a lot. Steelers-Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, that's it. So... It would be a pretty epic choke job if they blew it. And that's yeah. the only thing that makes me think they might. <laughs> Is that like it would be very Dallas to do it. I it's picked cr- the Packers to go to the NFC Championship gaming at the beginning of the season. I'm still rolling with it. Um I think it could happen. I think like the the Packers are pretty hot right now. Yeah. Jordan Love's playing really good football. God, if they if Jordan Love I not that I'm rooting against the man, but if he turns out to be another like 15-year starter in Green Bay, and they just go really Favre, Rodgers, Young, or Love. Uh, that would be Pretty great for them as a fan, I guess, but tough as a fan of any other team. Yeah. I'm happy for it if you actually live in Green Bay. But if you're a Packers fan because you're just like, oh, man, the Packers you're an LA Packers love Packers fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shots fired, Josh Simpson. <laughs> well, he's from Wisconsin. He is from there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to be from there. You got to be from there, yeah. Uh, next. Shots fired my high school friend, Greg McCoach. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, man. Greg. Fuck that dude, man. Fuck you, what Greg McGoosh. <laughs> Greg McGoosh different guy. <laughs> like Mr. McGoosh was, he's always running around ass backwards and blind <laughs> yeah. and ramming his tainted construction sites. Yeah. Um, when Mr. McGoosh went to the dildo factory. <laughs> <laughs> right, that. <laughs> That's the banner ad that plays on Jason Whitlock. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Appropriate? <laughs> These horny cartoons always coming up. Mr. McGoo going to the dildo factory. I am crippled. My horniness. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally unhinged. All right. This next one is going to cripple me. Rams, Lions. Boy, do I want the Lions to win this damn thing. <sighs> I feel I, I, this is so cruel. Like, for Lions, for a team like the Lions that's just cursed, and all year long, you know that you've had a piano hanging over your head yeah. all season long. <laughs> And you first, <laughs> you ran out over that cliff, and it, something feels off, but you haven't looked down yet. Yeah, yeah. exactly what this feel this season has been like. You packed a sign, you packed a little sign in your pocket that says "Oh no!" Yeah. <laughs> you have to hold it up. <sighs> you have been trying your hardest. <laughs> You went to a cosmetic dentist who put piano keys in where some of your teeth. <laughs> you weren't sure why, but you knew that you probably needed to do it. Uh, like all year long, if you've been a Lions fan, you've been trying to enjoy this season because you know it feels special. It's this is we're, we're kind of doing it. We're 
we had the NFC North wrapped up weeks ago, but you know that it's going to end in horrible heartbreak. And when this, when, when all is said and done, and this was the matchup, when Matt Stafford gets to come back to Detroit, that is as cruel and as brutal as you can possibly write. It's, so mean. LA is rolling. They're, they look amazing. Puka broke the rookie receiving records for yards and catches. Good for him. Uh, oh, that's who was right behind Devin Achan in yards above Kyron. expected was Kyron Williams. He's been awesome. He's been awesome all year, kind of quietly. We probably haven't talked about him enough. They're healthy. They're rolling. Their defense for being a bunch of who's the fuck is that guy after Aaron Donald has been good? But here's the thing. So um, I was looking into who's going to be the uh, defensive rookie of the year. Who do you think are the leaders in sacks amongst rookies? Rookie sack leaders. Jesus. Uh, I mean, Carter probably didn't get a ton of sacks in Philly because he plays in the interior. Uh I don't know, Breezy, Miles um, Murphy. Like Breezy a, didn't do it, did he? No. It yeah. was obviously it's someone from the Rams. <laughs> it's not just someone from the Rams. It's the top two sack leader, rookie sack leaders were both Rams. Wow. Number zero? Uh, Kobe Turner and Kobe Byron Turner. Young. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Turner had nine sacks. Byron Young had eight. Uh, they've got some real feisty players, young players on defense. They're, they're cooking right now. And... If you're a Lions fan, you knew when that two-point conversion penalty, when that flag hit the ground, that this this is going to be the the, the domino effect that's going to lead to, to utter heartbreak. So instead of the two seed, now you're having to host Matt Stafford and a team that could legitimately make it to the Super Bowl, I think. Uh, I think they're probably the team that's best suited to beat the, pack, uh, the 49ers. Uh, or even if you... Lost the goddamn division. You could have gone and played the fucking Bucks in the first round of yeah, the wild card team. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean it's cruel. It's cruel fate. Here is a. I hope they pull it off. I hope I Detroit wins. They are three point favorites. At least most of those people are Michigan fans, so they just got a chip anyways. They're not going to pull it off, and then the Lions are going to take a huge step back next year. Golf is going to be bad, and they're going to be back. In the, as seller they're dwellers gonna, within the next few years. They're I'm gonna, so sorry, Lance fans, to break it to you. They're going to lose more games in a row than the Pistons did. Yeah, absolutely. And they're going to fire that coach. This was it. So just enjoy enjoy that the, the player introductions. They're paying, <laughs> they're paying Monty Williams enough in Detroit that he should have to coach the Lions, too. <laughs> they fired Dan Campbell. It's like, hey, man, can you coach the Lions, too, while you're at it? We're fucking paying you enough. So let me ask you this. What would be a worse scenario? Because to me, this is the worst scenario. The Lions win. But then they have to play the Cowboys, who also win. And the Cowboys beat them, and that gives the Cowboys the shot at the NFC Championship against an Eagles team or a 49ers team. (laughs) Like, that that, that is playing with a bad quarterback. Mm. (laughs) So they just get the easiest road to the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Cowboys. Like, just letting the Cowboys cruise? Yeah. Yeah, that would be that'd be pretty brutal, especially to go on the road to Dallas after losing that game to them. Yeah. Yeah, that would suck. Uh, if I'm a Detroit fan, I want to just taste a playoff win victory. One, yeah. 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 At home would be special against Stafford. I would give – you'd sell your soul for that. Because I'm looking at this. I'm looking at that San Francisco sit in that, in that buy spot. Let's say the Eagles – 
pull it off against Tampa Bay, which they should, even they, even though they've been playing terribly. Yeah. They still should win that game. But that Eagles-San Francisco game is a toss-up because the Eagles have been playing bad and San Francisco's playing with Sam Darnold. Yeah. So, like, one of those gets in, but both of those teams I feel like aren't good enough to beat the Cowboys. If the 49ers are rolling, I think they can. I mean, they did. They they, they beat up on the Cowboys pretty good earlier in the year, and it would be in San Francisco. If the Rams had a loss this past weekend, would they have still been in the playoffs? The Rams? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were locked in. They they, locked. I think the only, the only th- reason they played Puka was so he could break the records. And I think there was some um, I think they could have dropped to the seven seed if a couple of things went yeah, yeah, a couple, but a couple it ways. But um they were locked into a wild card spot. Yeah, they were definitely locked in. What's uh, the next game? Uh Monday night football. Eagles Bucks. Well, it's Monday night. A new week has begun. <laughs> All my friends are here to uh, have some fun. fun yeah. <laughs> we had work today. We have work tomorrow. <laughs> I got to get going, make everything right. Because Monday night's football coming all tonight. So are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? I mean, are you ready? <laughs> If you live on the West Coast and you leave and work, the game already started. Yeah. You know how they always, like, I wonder how many times did him and Carrie Underwood yeah. have to record, like, every team's name and they just, like, edit it in. Yeah. Because you don't see the same game every, like. Yeah. I like to think that she has to come, she has to come in every time in person to go, and Baker Mayfield is ready to yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Eagles Mason Rudolph <laughs> and Baker Mayfield is ready, ready for a fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is ready for a fight. Um, Eagles Bucks. I think the Eagles. If the Eagles blow this shit, it's man, a, what a disaster! So then, I've heard it being floated out there now. If they collapse like this, Sirianni is Sirianni. That would be on the chopping block. I think that would be dumb to get rid of him. Yeah. That'd be so soon after last year going to the Super Bowl when people kind of didn't expect it. I, I don't know. But, I mean, I guess, like, fucking Doug Peterson was out not long after winning a Super Bowl there. Like, No. It's a town. You can't, you can't just lose in the playoffs in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a town of playoff collapses. It's, it's unacceptable. Winning is in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Bryce Harper, Joel Embiid, these guys delivered the Chance. rings. Whoever's on the Flyers. Whoever's uh, on their soccer team. I wonder if if this chatter is only stems from the fact that Sirianni is an asshole. And I wonder if he's liked in the building. Hmm. I don't know. Because he's kind of a prick. And I get that, like, there was one moment in the uh, in the Super Bowl where they're waiting for a challenge, and it looked like the challenge was going to go the Eagles' way, and Sirianni was, like, doing some sort of, like, kind of, like, taunting gesture towards, like, the Chiefs' sideline, like, mm, ah, incomplete, incomplete. And, like, Jalen Hurts had to be like, stop. <laughs> like, knock it off. He did the Popovich grab the microphone. Uh, pretty like, that's much. That's not us. That's not how we do things. Uh, I heard he walked into the room 
uh, walks into the office and like flicks women on nipple like that. And goes, Sup, skank? <laughs> yeah. He's like chewing gum real hard. This is a this Jalen is Carter's a, like, dude, come on. Yeah. Foosball's exclusive. Yeah. Nick Sirianni walks around the office flicks flicking women in, in the, the nipple. nipple. <laughs> wow, must be cold out. <laughs> Hello, Ms. Roseman. <laughs> Turn your high beams off, please. Yeah. <laughs> Auga. <laughs> Yeah, he's got the auga, he's got the sproyoing. Uh This is a reference to something that we talked about off mic. Yeah, I just realized. Uh, should we do some car locks? Let's do it. Let's do a got full... To. Some Robert car locks. Some Robert car locks. Let's do the... Uh... Yeah, how do we want to break these up? Well, there's three games Sunday, so maybe a Sunday carlay of a those Sunday carlay. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah. the like the we can do a carlay on the like kind of rematch games like the uh, ooh a rematch carlay. So that's Tyreek Stafford and McCarthy. Would those be the preeminent rematch? I would say lines? so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Tyreek, uh, Chiefs, Dolphins. It's gonna be cold out there, man. What's the line? Four, Kansas City by four. Right, let me guess the lines for the rest of my should have been. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I know Kansas how. Kansas City by four. Uh, I'm going to keep it real with you. Give me that. Give me Kansas City by four. Minus four. Kansas City minus All four. All right. I, I don't disagree. I'm fucking terrified. I'm a real anxious person during the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, okay. I believe you. Cleveland Texans, Cleveland minus two and a half. Wait, wait, but we're doing the rematch Carlet, right? Oh, this is not, I thought that was the Deshaun Watson bowl. So let me see. Uh, and what was the next one? Cowboys Packers? Yeah, that's yeah. seven and a the, half. The Mike McCarthy there. bowl. Uh, give me Packers plus seven and a half. Love it. Because yeah, I believe. Too. And then Rams, Lions. Let me guess the line on that. That's going to be Lions by one and a half. Uh, Lions by three. Ah, wow. Maybe I shouldn't guess. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's a tough one, man. That is a tough uh, one. That's I a like, tough one. I like the Rams in those points. Yeah, Ooh, give me the Rams plus three. So that's I'm so your... Sorry, I'm sorry, Detroit. I'm so sorry. I'm rooting, I'm, like, it's the you same got... thing I'm telling you I rooted for when it came to Alabama and Michigan, which I got wrong. I was rooting for Michigan. Yeah. But I thought Alabama was going to win. So, hey, maybe I'm your bad luck charm yeah. or your good luck charm. I'm rooting for Detroit. I am rooting for you, Detroit. I and I'm saying this as like as I've been there before. I've known when it's coming, when that heartbreak is about to happen, and I, I feel for you guys. I'm I'm pulling for you hard. So your rematch, Carlay, is Chiefs minus four, Rams plus three, Packers plus seven and a half. Yeah. Now let's do some Carlocks for the other game. Yeah, for the other games, Browns, Texans. <laughs> Brown Texans, <laughs> give me give me Texans uh, plus two and a half. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, that's that's going to be a a uh, twenty four twenty seven banger. Uh, Kai Fairbairn is probably go- is finally going to redeem himself after a terrible <laughs> season. He's going to be tied. He's at- a contract here. He's in a yeah. contract here. He's going to be tied at twenty four at the end of the game. Kai Fairbairn is going to win their game for them, and he has been shitting the bed this season. Has he been bad? Ooh wee. Oh, Kaimi. Fair, fair baron. Fair baron. <laughs> it's like what an old Irish guy calls a pretty lass. Oh, there she is, a fair oh, baron. She's a fair baron, she is. <laughs> you could sure. do a lot worse than her, Sonny. You're a fair baron, aren't you, lass? <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about you since before the war. <laughs> Where were we? Uh, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Was that Buffalo minus seven and a half? 
Is minus that, 10. Minus 10. Correct. Yeah, I'll Disrespect. Take, I'll take Pittsburgh on those points. Yeah, take 10. Why not? Yeah. And then one more game, Philly. That's the one we haven't done, right? Eagles, Bucks. Yep. Was Eagles, it Philly minus five and a half? Minus three. Okay, so I wasn't good at guessing. <laughs> no. I wanted to guess because the first one that I didn't guess, I was going to say three and a half, and you said it was four, and I was like, oh, I got this. <laughs> I mean, how I got crazy is that? Give me Eagles, but how crazy is that line is only three points against that team? Wow, we. A team that could only put up nine points on the Carolina Panthers last week. Yeah. While playing their guys because they needed to win that game. Yeah, I want, like, man, I can't help but wonder if, like, Underdog Baker Mayfield just goes out there and Battle of Oklahoma quarterbacks. That's right. That is right. What if <sighs> yeah, what if Baker Well, that would be that would be tough for Hertz. That would be tough for me because I really at the beginning of the year was like all in on the Eagles, all in on the I mean, I think Same. I was too. I thought uh, I, I didn't see them losing. Like, of course I said the Saints wasn't going was only gonna lose one, but I really did see the Eagles. Like, I'm like, who are they? who's Who's going to beat them? They probably split with the Cowboys, but who else is going to beat them? Their defensive regression was pretty amazing. Pretty shocking. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty starch. It was a starch. It was a starch. <laughs> it was starch. there though. is dirt there. Yeah. It was the dry cleaning wars. Especially because like last year, the secondary was such a big part of the story. The James Bradbury resurgence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darius Slay signing was so great. And then... They've really fallen apart. And then last year they led the league in sacks. And I don't think those guys have really stepped up uh stepped up to the plate this year. No. I mean Brandon Graham is over the hill. He's right? old and then who's it Montez uh which one? There's Montez Sweat. That's but the, he's not there. No, no, no. Well is C- Fletcher Cox just cook now? Too, Who was or? the guy that bounced around from yeah. the Cardinals to the Panthers? Um Oh, god damn it. Well, they, there's Fucking a Barnett and a Barrett, and they have <laughs> one of them. One of them is in Tampa, Barnett, I think, and Barrett is in – or is Barrett in Tampa? Barrett in Tampa, 45. Barnett is in – No, that's not 45. The, White is 45. Yeah. Barrett is better. Shaquille, Shaquille, Shaquille yeah, Barrett. Yeah, and then there's a Barnett. Josh Sweat. Josh Sweat Josh. and Hassan Reddick. That's Oh, Reddick. That guy of. bounced around and then balled out for them. Yeah. yeah like they started. He started off as a like middle linebacker, off-ball guy, and then finally, because he was like crazy athletic – and they thought he was going to be one of those linebacker safety hybrids coming out of college. Was he from like Temple or some school that never puts guys in the NFL, I feel like? You're exactly right, Temple. Um, and then finally someone Him was like... Cosby. Yeah. Uh, finally <laughs> someone was like, hey, you know what? This guy's crazy athletic and uh, explosive. Let's put him at defensive end. And he balled out. But I don't think he had, he's had a great year this year. Yeah. Now he had 11 sacks. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know shit. We don't yeah. know shit, dog. We done told y'all that. Uh, except for everything that we know, which is everything. Hey, let's have a good wild card weekend. And Enjoy, next guys. week we can talk about these fucking games. Let's go Detroit, man. Go Lions. I'm rooting Go Lions. Go Steelers. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and, and go I haven't change. had enough winning lately. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week right here on the Foosballs. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.